A couple of years after I arrived at St. Pius, a young man came to see me whose heart was filled with fear and anxiety. And that was understandable. He thought he might have contracted an incurable disease in and through his own sinful behavior. He spoke for a half hour or so that day, and one of the things I told him was that this difficult situation, as terrible as it was, provided him with an opportunity, a great opportunity, an opportunity to return to God, an opportunity to get his life back in order. I also told him to pray very hard that the test results would come back negative from the doctor's office, something he was no doubt already doing. I promised him, of course, that I would do the same. As I recall, I did see him at Mass the following Sunday, but I have not seen him here since, which means I haven't seen him here in this building for 30 years. Several months after our conversation, I did happen to run into him in town. I said to him, how are you doing? He said, fine. I said, that's good. Now, to be perfectly honest with you, because there were other people around at the time, I did not say to him what I really wanted to say to him. When he indicated that he was doing fine, I wanted to say, well, that's what I figured. God delivers you from a disease that would have plagued you for the rest of your life and probably would have shortened your life by a lot. Within two weeks, you forget all about it. My brothers and sisters, Almighty God is always trying to teach us things. He's always trying to teach us things that will make us better, stronger, healthier, holier people. And one of the classrooms out of which the Lord teaches us most often is the classroom of our personal experience. In other words, in and through the events and circumstances of our lives, both the good and the bad, God tries to teach us some important things, some valuable lessons, some foundational lessons. The problem is, very often, we either don't recognize this when it's happening, or in a given instance, we choose to ignore the lesson completely, which opens us up to a lot of unnecessary pain and suffering. We all have pain and suffering in our lives. There's some that's unnecessary. Take, for example, the young man I just mentioned. In the midst of his fear and anxiety, the Lord was saying to him, My son, you need me. You need to learn to put me at the center of your life. You need to stop living your life by your own rules and start living your life by mine. You are now experiencing the consequences of trying to live your own way by your own rules. You're suffering because of your sin. I give you my commandments because I love you, and I want you to have peace and order in your life. So please listen to me and take this lesson to heart. Go to Mass faithfully. Go to confession regularly. Start to practice your Catholic faith again. I pray that at some point in the last 30 years, this young man, who's not so young anymore if he's still around with us on earth, I pray that he's finally learned this lesson, this very basic but very important lesson. And then we have the example given to us in today's Gospel reading. In this famous scene from Sacred Scripture, Jesus takes Peter, James, and John to the top of Mount Tabor, and he gives them a little glimpse of his divinity. He gives them a chance to see him in his glorified heavenly state. And why did the Lord do this? 
So because he and his three apostles had nothing better to do that afternoon, Jesus said to himself, well, these guys look awfully bored. I think I'll give, give them a little light show on the mountain here. That'll wake them up. That'll get their attention. No, he did it. Jesus did this to teach his apostles something. He knew that his passion and death was fast approaching. And he wanted these apostles, who were the leaders of the apostolic group, to be ready. To be as ready as they possibly could to face the horrors of Holy Thursday and Good Friday. So he gave them this little glimpse of his divinity on Mount Tabor to strengthen them, to increase their trust, to teach them that he was still in control even when everything would seem to be out of control. Well, unfortunately, as we know from reading the Bible, Peter, James, and John did not learn the lesson very well. When the heat got turned up in the Garden of Gethsemane on Holy Thursday night, all three abandoned our Lord. All the apostles did. They ran away as fast as they could. Later that same night, Peter denied three times he even knew Jesus. Afterward, when he realized what he had done, he experienced incredible remorse. The Bible says he went out and wept bitterly. For Peter, that was unnecessary suffering. I'm convinced that if he and his fellow apostles had taken more time to think and to pray about the experience they had that day on Mount Tabor, they would have handled themselves a lot differently during the first Holy Week. From all that I've said this morning, I think it should be clear. Discovering what the Lord is trying to teach us in and through our experiences in daily life is extremely important. So I'll close my homily this morning by giving you a little homework assignment. The next time you sit down and pray, don't just say prayers. Do more than that. Bring your entire life into your prayer. That is to say, think of the circumstances, all the circumstances, the good ones and the bad ones that you're dealing with at the present time. And say to the Lord, Lord Jesus, help me to see what you're trying to teach me in the midst of all this. Help me to recognize the lessons you want me to learn from these experiences. You do that faithfully and often enough, I'm confident the Lord will give you the insights you're seeking, the insights that you need. Then, of course, you need to take the final step. It's the most difficult one, but it's the most rewarding one. It's the one that will make a real difference in the quality of your life. Take the message of each lesson to heart, and then put that message into practice.